Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the business of. If you are a veteran listener, I'm back, y'all. I'm so sorry for leaving y'all hanging. And if you are a new listener, welcome. And I want to go through my intros before we get down to uh, the nitty gritty. Um, If you don't know who I am, uh, why are you listening? (laughs) But no, if you don't know who I am, I am Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and owner of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. Uh, What that means is I help you get your business formation strategy together. So if you need help with things, Things like registering your business with the state, getting EIN numbers or DUNS numbers, uh, contracts, operating agreements, brand protection through trademarks, patents, or um, copyrights. I help you navigate all of those steps. Um, I am a licensed attorney. I have been one for 13 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everybody as possible. Um, Not everybody has the time or the money or the desire to go to business school or law school, but um, if you're going to make it in business, there are just some concepts that you need to know. Um, So that is the skinny on me. Um, And this show, the original um, purpose of this show was to uh, go behind the scenes with um, uh, entrepreneurs in unique areas of business and just to get kind of know what it takes to run a business, no matter how off the wall it is. Um, but we are going to be trying something new and, uh, I want, I'm going to let you guys in on that in just one moment. Hello everybody out there in podcast land. Uh, welcome back to the business of, I know that you haven't heard from me in a while, Um, guys, life just got crazy and I couldn't keep up with the podcast, you know, scheduling interviews and editing and all that. But, um, I think that I'm going to try something new. So if you don't know, um, I have a live broadcast that I do daily on my social media on Facebook and Instagram. And, um, I did a poll on my social media asking if my viewers wanted a podcast component to the show and there was a resounding yes. It was like 83% of the respondents said yes. Um, so I really want to keep the podcast going and I think that this is the most, um, efficient and economical way that I can do that. Don't worry. We are still going to have interviews. I actually have one set up that's, um, for this weekend, it's going to be coming out soon. Um, but we're going to have more frequent episodes, um, and they're going to, and so you're going to hear from me more, but it's going to be a little bit of a different format. You're going to be getting my live show, um, that I do in the evenings. Uh, if you ever want to see the video component, um, uh, the link for my YouTube channel is posted, uh, in the, in like the um in the in is posted in the show notes for this sorry guys um if that's if you want to watch the replays and if you want to watch it live you can join me on either Facebook or Instagram at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time um 8 p.m. Um, on Instagram, I am NPL Consulting Firm, and on Facebook, I am facebook.com forward slash NPL Consult. So um, here is kind of our first uh, episode of the live show 
on the podcast. Let me know how you like it. Give me some feedback. You can email me at MPL Consulting Firm or reach out to me on any of my social media handles. Um, Hope you enjoy the show. Okay. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to MPL Legal Dish. This is my daily live broadcast and now podcast uh, where I teach business and legal concepts for entrepreneurs using pop culture and celebrity news. Um, first time hearing my voice or seeing my face. Uh, I am Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I am the host of the show and owner and operator of MPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. Uh, what that means is I help entrepreneurs... Um, get their business formation strategy together. So if you need help with things like getting your EIN number, registering your business with the state, having appropriate contracts, brand protection through trademarks, copyrights, and patents, hiring employees properly, having operating agreements, DUNS numbers, I help you do paperwork stuff that people don't really like to think about. I help you get that done because it's very important. Um, if you're wondering why I'm qualified to help you do that, I am a licensed attorney. I have been one for 13 years and counting. I, uh, I have st- helped multiple people as well as myself start multiple businesses, both online and offline. I have had many careers in the realms of the law, entrepreneurship, education, hospitality, and administrative support. It's important. I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everybody as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school. School, but so many of you out here have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to make it in business, there's just some concepts that you're going to need to know. All right. And that's why I'm here. If you would like help putting your business formation strategy together, be it for contracts, brand protection through trademarks, uh, registering your business, just trying to figure out how to even, where you should even start point one, I encourage go to the link in my bio, linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm. There you will be able to see a free 15 minute consultation for first time clients. There you will also find my free business launch cheat sheet that will help you uh, decide what business you should start. It is started in seven days or less. So go get that. That is the link in my bio as well. For those of you who have started your businesses, um, when you start a business, you need a business bank account. And most banks aren't going to let you open a business bank account without an operating agreement. Um, Sincere39 actually came to my operating agreement live workshop. And the replay is on sale right now for $59 if you go to the link in my bio forward slash MPL consulting firm. All right, so that is the link. It's where you find all the, the stuff that I do, including builds on my YouTube. Go subscribe to my YouTube because your girl's tired of working 9 to 5 and I'm trying to get that YouTube shmoney. <laughs> Um, so now back to the show, um, NPL Legal Dish. The point of this show is um, to take celebrity stories, pop culture news, and take what can be kind of, um, you know, esoteric, difficult, kind of in the air concepts and make them, give them real world examples so you understand how they work so that you are better equipped as an entrepreneur, as a business owner to hit these business streets, okay? But this is not just me talking at you. This is um, a dialogue, unless you're listening to the podcast and then this is just me talking and you hearing me talking to people. Hi, good hair, good body. Um, and, and then, you know, you'll hear me talking. Um, but this is a, but this is a dialogue between all of us. So if you have questions, drop them in the comment box so I can answer them. And I'm also going to be asking you guys questions. So you need to stay on your feet and, you know, and make sure I want to make sure that everybody is on the same page. Cause if we don't understand, then we can't go forward and implement things. Okay. 
All right, guys, if you want some great tips about maintaining great skin and great hair, go check out Good Hair, Good Body. She does a live broadcast every week. The information that she gives is so invaluable. So go check out Good Hair, Good Body, okay? But um, that's enough uh, about uh, the promotion side of this show. Now on to the show. So I'm going to need at least two readies on both platforms. I'm going to need at least two readies from Facebook and Instagram before we get started. We've got four today. Some guy named John Collins on the... And Chris Brown, more of a discussion question. You're welcome, good hair, good body. When I see good info, you know I got one ready. I got two readies on Instagram. I got one ready on Facebook. I need one more ready on Facebook, y'all, so we can get this going. All right, thank you, Kenya. We are ready to go. Okay, guys. First story that we are talking about today, I actually posted a question in uh, my Instagram and Facebook stories asking you guys if you own any Ferrari merchandise. Because Ferrari um, apparently doesn't just make cars. Um, And here's why I asked you this question. So um, Ferrari last year made about $3.78 billion um, in revenue. And about one billion of that dollar of of that money came from licensing out the Ferrari logo. Um, Ferrari has about seventy partnerships with third parties. Um, they have stores. They have a hotel have park. Um, they have a theme park in Abu Dhabi. I actually went to Abu Dhabi a few years ago, and I was in the mall where the Ferrari um, Ferrari theme park is. I didn't go because I'm not into um, fast cars, but I did see it. High T movie, I think that says billionaire. Um, yes. So Ferrari is out here, and what they do is basically when they license their name out, they rent their name out to different companies to use for different things, and they have made one billion dollars using their name. So when I tell you that there is power in a name, when you trademark your name, if you build up that equity in your name that you can generate one billion dollars, it is in your interest to protect your name. Anyway, so Ferrari's been out here putting their name on any and everything, but they have decided that they want to revamp. So Ferrari is actually cutting its licensing deals in half. Um, so I told you they have about 70 partnerships, so apparently they're going to be dropping down to about 35. Um, they're going to be 30% of the product, and they're going to be doing new partners, going to be more upscale partnerships. So that being said, Ferrari stuff is about to get more expensive. But when I did my poll, I asked if anybody had Ferrari merchandise, and everybody said no. What have anybody, has, have any of you seen Ferrari merchandise outside of a Ferrari car? Um, by the way, Ferrari started about $200,000. Um, but have any of you seen like Ferrari t-shirts, keychains, plates? I told y'all that I went to the Ferrari, um, or I saw the Ferrari theme park in Abu Dhabi. They have two of them. Or have you been to the Ferrari hotel? Uh, have you seen any Ferrari stores? Because these things might be going away. So if you ever wanted to own something Ferrari, something with the Ferrari name on it, now might be a good time for you to purchase it before it, you know, it disappears. Or if you, bikes, they make bikes? Like, room, room, like motorcycle bikes? 39. Um, if Ferrari makes motorcycle leisure. Yeah, so... If you find some Ferrari merch at a thrift store, you might want to pick it up and save it because it might worth be worth a lot um, later. Uh, 200K, that's law school tuition for three years. Girl, tell me about it because I'm still paying back the loans, okay? Yes. 
But um, if you have ever desired to own a piece of Ferrari merchandise, get it quickly because they're going to be there's going to be fewer and they're going to be more expensive. So I wanted to bring that to you guys. Just, you know, some people like names. I'm not a big name person. I'm just like, you know, if it works, I'm good. But some, you know, every now and then you want something nice for yourself, go pick yourself up a little Ferrari merch. Uh, but yes, so that is what's going on with Ferrari. Um, yes, before we move on to the story that I was really excited about, my girl Megan, I love Megan Thee Stallion. I wanted to... Um, Remind you guys uh, that you can also advertise on the show. I do 30-second spots um, that you can purchase for, they start at $3, or you can sponsor an entire episode for $10 and you get four spots. Um, but yeah, if you want me to shout out your your business on the show, I am more than willing to do that if you run a little shmoney my way, <laughs> as long as your business is legit. Um, when you do, when you do see me call out these businesses that I do promote, these are people who, um, you know, I have rapport with, they have helped me shop best on the yard. She has helped me with my Facebook ads and she is always here supporting. So I have no problem, you know, um, shouting her out. Tanya is always here sharing my information out. No problem calling her out. Good hair, good body. She and I have become acquainted over the internet and I love her information. So, um, you know, I, I love, um, so I'll promote it, but if you have a business that you want to promote, run me my money and we can do this. <laughs> Hi, IG safety is key. Sincere39 said, I said a regular bike on their website. Okay. All right. So they, so they do. So again, this is branded merchandise because Ferrari isn't necessarily known for bikes. They're known for luxury cars, but okay. So go Ferrari. All right. Next story that we are talking about. It's my girl, Megan Thee Stallion with them vibranium knees. Y'all, I love Megan Thee Stallion. I love watching her move. Like, I wish I had those knees. I had those knees in my early 20s. I ain't got them no more. So I have to live vicariously through Megan. Okay. Okay, yes, message me. We can work this out. Uh, oh, oh, shoot. I have some comments here on Facebook that I have not been paying attention to. Okay, oh, uh, Brittany, Brittany, my shop at something else. She's on Facebook today. Okay. All right, so we are talking about, we all, we got CEO, hello, hello. So we are talking about Megan the Stallion today, all right? So I saw this story, oh, thank you, I really appreciate that. Um, so I saw this story on the Jasmine brand today, uh, and it is, uh, it was a story about Megan the Stallion threatening to sue her makeup artist, okay? Um... Be, for violating a non-disclosure agreement. Ladies and gentlemen, contracts have consequences. While you may see a lot of people going online and violating NDAs, there are consequences that can come to that. And this young man might have to face that. So I'm going to tell you what happened, okay? So a little while ago, our girl Megan, <laughs> she was um, being followed by Vogue uh, for, you know, just like a day, a day long interview. And in the interview, they were asking her about, you know, when she learned to do makeup and all this stuff. And in the, and she, she mentioned this gentleman named Akil McCoy, who is her makeup artist. She mentioned him during the interview and, um, she said that, you know, he, they were always going back and forth about her makeup and him just trying to do what he wants. So she posted the clip of her talking about him on her social media 
uh, on a post and then under it he posted makeup by Akil Face. Now, here is the problem. This makeup artist whose name is Akil McCoy, he signed a non-disclosure agreement. Um, oh, thank you, sweetheart. Um, good hair, good body. So he signed a non-disclosure agreement agreeing not to say that he was working with Megan. Look, non-disclosure agreements can say whatever you want them to say as long as they're legal. If I pay you the money to say to keep your mouth closed, you need to keep your mouth closed. So he violated his non-disclosure agreement, went under her picture, and basically said, hey, I'm the person who did her makeup. And she called him out on her Instagram and said, you need to delete this. I told you not to talk about my business on Instagram. And he is still posting pictures of Megan, of, I guess, faces that he's done for her saying makeup by Akil Face, okay? So in response, uh, Megan's legal team has sent him a cease and desist letter. Um, they have demanded that he delete the posts and they are threatening, um, I'm going to get to your question in, in just one second. And they are threatening to, uh, to sue him, uh, for breach of contract because he did not disclose, because he violated the, the, the non-disclosure agreement. He disclosed that he was working with Megan. Um, Brittany J.P. Reese asked, but she said it first, right? She said that she, um, that she does work with Akil. She never said he was her exclusive makeup artist. And the, the whole point of the interview was that May, was that Megan does a lot of her own makeup. And this guy was like, well, I do your makeup and you're not giving me credit. But here's the thing. I paid you and I paid you not to say that you do my makeup. So if you just like think about um, Amber Rose and Kanye West. Kanye West had Amber Rose sign a non-disclosure agreement during their relationship. That is why you don't hear um, Amber Rose really say too much about Kanye West. She, you know, she'll give him compliments here and there. The only time she she came after him was when he came after her. But Amber Rose, for the most part, keeps her mouth closed because she does not want to be sued by Kanye's legal team, right? Same thing here. Um, Mr. McCoy, you got your money from Megan. She paid you to do the makeup. Now, if she did not want you to talk about you guys working together, um, if you want to talk about, uh, if, if you don't, excuse me, um, uh, DM me privately. Um, excuse me, I lost my train of thought. Yes, so, uh, Mr. McCoy, you know, whether or not Megan mentioned him, she paid him not to disclose. Now, if, if she didn't put his at, she didn't say you can find him here. I don't even think she gave his last name. She just said his name, Akil. Just like there is a guy who I always see on Megan Thee Stallion's um, Instagram, her friend Jonathan. He does her, uh, he does her hair. He does her installs and things like that, right? But she would she will say oh this was done by Jonathan but you do not see Jonathan out here really promoting that he does Megan's hair he promotes his own work but he's not talking about his work with Megan you might see Megan in his IG stories but he's not here saying oh installed by EJ by, by Jonathan or whatever he's keeping his mouth closed so 
regardless of what Megan says, unless the non-disclosure agreement said it's both ways and neither of you can talk about each other, he violated the non-disclosure agreement. Um, yes. So, uh, so it's, it depends on what the non-disclosure agreement said. So we would have to actually have to read the contents of the agreement to know what exactly was permitted and what was not. But based on the fact, the, um, the information that I was able to find online, it seems like the only person who was not allowed to talk was Akil. So keep your mouth closed. And if Megan wanted to, um, you know, shout you out, she would tag you. But if you think about it, if, if somebody, if a celebrity purchases your services or goods and they pay you money for it, they are not then obligated to also shout you out because that is promotion. And that is a different, and that is a different, um, a different rate. We all, we got CEO said he owes her money. He violated. That's right. Look, if I paid you to stay quiet, you need to stay quiet, especially if I'm running you probably thousands of dollars and you get to fly the world on my dime because I have to fly you out to be my makeup artist. And I also noticed on Megan's um, social media now, she's really promoting her makeup that she did herself. So I don't know if she fired this guy, whatever's going on. We're going to wait and see what happens. Maybe he's going to take down the post. I really hope that they're able to solve this amicably because Megan Starr is rising. She's out of here, baby, with them vibranium knees. (laughs) So to you as an audience, I want to ask you, um, who do you think is right here? Do you think that because Megan mentioned his name in the article, he has a right to go and tag himself in her pictures? Do you think that he should have just kept his mouth closed? We all we got said he owes her money, so he feels like um, the the makeup artist is wrong. But what do you guys think? What do you think? Who's right here? What should happen? What should happen? Um, while I get your response, I'm gonna sing y'all. Um, hold on. What's 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 my newest favorite Megan song? Um, you know what? I'm not gonna say that on here because she cusses a lot, and my mama watches the show, and no. <laughs> Um, all right. So quick commercial break. Uh, wanted to let you guys know that, uh, for those of you who have started your businesses, hello, Ozzy the winner, AZ the winner. Um, for those of you who have started, uh, businesses and need a business bank account, you're going to need an operating agreement. And I have, uh, my operating agreement, uh, video training that is on sale right now for $59. If you go to the link in my bio, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, you'll be able to pick up your own copy. It comes with the video training, a sample operating agreement, and my, uh, money management for entrepreneurs ebook. So go pick that up. All right. I got some comments here on Facebook. Brit, Brittany said, I think once you mention him, you break your own NDA. And Brittany is laughing at me. <laughs> okay, um, so, but I mean, that is an argument. You brought him up. You brought him up. But the thing is, it's not like she said, Akil McCoy at this Instagram. There, how many Akils could there be in the world, right? You don't know. But we're just going to have to wait and see. But I but I do see the, the issue with her bringing up this guy, Akil. Like, you kind of opened the door, right? Um, 
Yes, but we're going to wait and see what happens with my girl Megan. I hope things work out. I really like her. I like that she's into her education and she's into, you know, recycling and making the planet better and being healthy. I think she's, you know, she's 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 wild, but in in certain ways I think she's, you know, helping her fan base be better. Okay, cool. Thank you. I will read all of my DMs at the end of the show. Okay? All right, so next up, oh, we have two more stories left, but they're pretty quick, so I think we'll be done within the 30-minute time limit. Um, If we have any, wait, is this basketball? Yes, this is basketball. The Atlanta Hawks are basketball, right? Um, uh, Okay, guys, this next story has to do with someone on the Atlanta Hawks team. Please let me know what sport that is. Is that basketball or football? Obviously, I don't watch enough Atlanta sports to know. <laughs> Atlanta Hawks, is that basketball or football? Somebody help me out. Um, while you do that, let me let me read. Oh, oh, wait. Yes, as in yes, basketball or yes, football. Hold on. Y'all got to help me. Okay, the Hawks are basketball. Okay. So, the Hawks basketball team. <laughs> Alright, the, um, the Atlanta Hawks have a player on their team by the name of John Collins. Oh, basketball, okay. Um, and John Collins has been su- suspended, essentially, for contract vi- for violating a contract. Uh, Mr. Collins has been suspended for 25 games for violating the NBA's anti-drug policy because he tested positive for Growth hormones. Now, ladies and gentlemen, violating a contract. Oh, the Falcons are ATL football. Look, Brittany, I'm a Patriots fan. I'm a Boston fan. I don't follow nobody but Boston. I'm sorry, all right? Hold on. Quick aside from this story, I want to tell y'all a quick funny story. So I had to do a speaking engagement in Atlanta, right, at this church. And I went and, you know, and I was trying to be funny. And I made a joke about the Patriots beating the um, Atlanta Falcons. Y'all, when I tell you there were crickets, nobody laughed. I was like, all right. (laughs) But anyway, back to the story. So Atlanta Falcons, um, Atlanta Hawks basketball team, uh, one of their players, John Collins, has been suspended for 25 games for violating their anti-drug policy. This is a contract violation. When you enter professional sports, they make you sign contracts saying that you're not going to use drugs, especially um, enhancement drugs to, you know, give you an edge over your competitors. I'm sure people get around it, but apparently this gentleman was not able to be slick about it, and he has now been suspended for 25 games. And I don't know how the payment structure works in basketball. Do you get paid per game or do you get a lump sum? But 25 games is a lot. Isn't that like half the season? Um, so, okay. Since it 39 said, yeah, don't talk about the Falcons or Coca-Cola and ATL. <laughs> okay. But um, what I want to know from you guys is he's already been suspended. Do you think 25 games was a reasonable amount of games to be suspended? Do you think that was excessive? Or do you think it was the right right amount? ATL fans don't play about their team. I bet, I see, I see. I will never talk about the Atlanta Falcons again. Not in Atlanta. (laughs) 
All right, but um, do you think that 25 games was an appropriate amount to suspend him for? Was it excessive? Was it too little? Should they have suspended him for the whole season? Also, do y'all know how basketball players get paid? Do they get a lump sum? Do they get paid per game? How does that work? So how's that going to affect his money? They play a lot of games, so it may not be that many. Okay, um, yeah, because I think, don't they have something crazy like, I don't know, it feels like there's like 100 games a season for basketball. Either way, this gentleman is out for 25 games. I, they get paid every two weeks. Oh, so there's, okay. So he don't get, so he's not going to get a check for six months? So is he not going to get a check for six months? Because he's not playing. Uh, I'm assuming he still has to train. Um, for those of you in podcast land, please let me know, um, you know, your thoughts. Do you think 25 games is enough? Is too much? Is it the right amount? Is it too little? And also, if you know how basketball, like, is he not going to get a check for six months? Um, Sincere39 said they play 82 games a season. Um, he also said it sounds excessive. Uh, I think 25 games. Well, I don't know. Maybe they're waiting for the growth hormones to leave his system or something, and that's why they're waiting 25 weeks. I don't know. Either way, Brittany Reese said, I don't, I don't know if they get paid per game. M- me neither. I'm going to have to do some research on that. But anyway, if you're an Atlanta Hawks fan, you will not be seeing John Collins for the next 25 games, okay, um, and our last story, this is actually something that I wanted to bring up more of a discussion, this is, um, kind of businessy, kind of not, um, if you have ever had a yard sale, please give me a why in the comments, if you have ever had a yard sale, please give me a why in the comments, um, y'all in podcast land, you ain't got to put a Y in the comments. There's no way to put a comment, but, um, you know, thank you for your participation. <laughs> All right. If you've ever had a yard sale, give me a Y in the comments. And the reason why I'm asking you this is because, um, this is the case of Chris Brown's yard sale. Um, so Chris Brown lives in LA and thank you. Tanya has had a yard sale and he wanted to have a yard sale or he promoted a yard sale that he was having he was selling off a bunch of stuff i've seen a lot of celebrities doing this y'all know i love me some gucci and keisha and they have something called the wobster's closet and they will sell stuff that they have either worn once or never worn Uh, so i guess chris brown was trying to do the same thing he was trying to get rid of a lot of stuff he promoted it on instagram and he invited the public Much like when you have a yard sale, you will put signs out and say, you know, yard sale here because you want as many people to come. However, this is a little different because this is Chris Brown. This is not, you know, Joe Schmo from down the street selling his auntie's knickknacks. This is Chris Brown who's very rich, who probably has very nice stuff, who has a very large fan base selling his things. So he invited the public. And the LAPD came and shut his yard sale down. Now, they claimed that he needed a permit. However, because I guess Chris Brown always got his lawyers on deck because he's always in something, he, his lawyers were there and they're like, um, you don't need a permit to have a yard sale. 
And that sounded right to me because in all of my years, I have never, ever, ever heard of anybody needing a permit to have a yard sale. However, the police still shut the yard sale down because they're saying that there was a possibility of disturbing the peace, okay? So the reason why I brought this up is because, one, do you think that you should need a permit to have a yard sale because you are... Um, you know, having commerce on your property, you are, there is business. Do you think that you should need some type of permit to do that? If you, you know, you're a regular citizen and two, do you think you should have to have some special rules if you are a person of some, you know, celebrity having these things? Because when I saw the video and, and photos of people lining up for this yard sale, there was a line around the block. Good hair, good body said it was on his private property, so why was the permit necessary? That's exactly what it was. His lawyer said, we don't need a permit, but the police still shut it down because they said that there was a possibility of disturbing the peace. Chris Brown lives in a very rich neighborhood where they probably enjoy their 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 privacy and they don't want a bunch of, you know, for lack of a better word, riffraff coming into their neighborhood for this yard sale. Sincere39 said, isn't it like having an estate sale? Um... I don't know. I've never been to an estate sale, but he, he promoted it on Instagram and he said that there would be discounted luxury and high end items. And you know, it's Chris Brown and it's good stuff. And so people were lining up around the block. So do you think that celebrities, when they do things like this, that they should have to have some type of special setup because there is the possibility of disturbing the peace because you're going to have a bunch of strangers coming into this place they're drawn not only by the products, but because someone that they, a celebrity that they like is there. Good hair, good body said, so they disrupted his commerce. Doesn't the city not owe him money for sales loss? No. Again, he didn't have a permit. So why would the city get involved? That's not the city's business. Um, Russell Simmons had one a while back and he had signs out. Uh, I did not know that. I'm going to have to look that up. Um... I also don't think that Russell Simmons' fan base is as rabid as Chris Brown's. Think about Chris Brown's fan base. He attracts, um, you know, mostly women between, like, you know, tweens and adult women who, frankly, are can be a little bit, you know, uh, rambunctious. As well, you know, you have people who are coming around who are just like, you know, well, it's Chris Brown, he rich, I want to go see what he got. Um, so there is the possibility of something happening. People are nuts. You know, you never know what might happen. Look what happened with the Popeye sandwich. People stabbing each other, stabbing each other over a $5 sandwich. Now I know it wasn't over the sandwich. It was because the guy cut the line, but still they were in line for a chicken sandwich, right? So think about this. If people are willing to get that buck over a chicken sandwich, how buck do you think they're willing to get over Chris Brown merchandise that he may or may not have worn and that's on sale? Right? Hi, Nisi, sis. So, while I don't... Right. So, while I don't think that the LAPD was necessarily right for shutting him down, I understand the concern. If there is a possibility that the peace will be disturbed and that, you know, it will be... Okay, let me give you another example. So, I'm from Boston. Everybody knows. Go Pats. Tom Brady's my quarterback. Um, The street that I live on... Right, I live in the middle of Boston, and there has been a lot of gentrification, right, and a lot of people moving in. 
to the point that my parents cannot find parking on their own street if they come home too late. I have been, <laughs> LAPD, no Chris Brown, that's all. I have been urging my parents to go to the city to have permit parking installed so that not just anybody can go and park on the street, right? Because Boston is a hub city. You have a lot of people moving in, which is causing problems for the people already living there. So maybe you need to add a few more rules to make it a little bit more strict about who gets to sit here. There's no reason why I should have my house that, I, that I've lived in for over 20 years and I can't find a parking space in front of my own house. So think about this. With my parents' house in the middle of Boston, what if you're a person in L.A., you paid several million dollars for your house, and you come home and you find a bunch of riffraff wrapped around the block trying to get to Chris Brown's house? I would call the police, too. <laughs> because I don't know what's going to happen. On top of the fact that Chris Brown has had issues with his neighbors before um, for, you know, doing weird stuff. With, I mean, granted, I think they're just mad because it's Chris Brown. Chris Brown is a little controversial, but they just, they complain about him for everything. Yes, the issue with his neighbor because he was doing like some graffiti art on his own house, not even on his neighbor's. Um, but his own house, like he's had troubles with trouble with his neighborhood before. So I wouldn't put it past his neighbors to have called the police to come and shut it down. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah, so, so those were the stories that I had for you today. I'm going to do quick, some Q and a till about eight 45. Um, so we got about six minutes. Um, let me go back through these questions to make sure that I did not miss anything. Real quick, uh, I want to thank you guys in podcast land for bearing with me through any silences that you experienced. Uh, sincere, can you can you hear me? Hello. Um. Okay. Did I get shut down? Okay. Are we good? Okay. All right. Yes. So uh, we're gonna have a few minutes of Q and A. If you guys have questions. If not, we can go about our merry way, but I want to thank you guys for your energy. That's cool. I want to thank you for your energy. I want to thank you for your time. I want to thank you for your participation because this would be really boring if it was just me talking, but going back and forth with you guys is really amazing. For those of you out in podcast land who are listening, um, please, you know, if you have any comments about any of the stories that we talked about, you can uh, write me, um, you can DM me on my Instagram at NPL Consulting Firm. You can email me at nplconsultingfirm at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash NPL Consult. You can find me on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash NPL Consult. Your girl is everywhere. Go sign up for my YouTube channel. Um, go check out all the stuff that I do at linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. Linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm. Sincere39 asks, should you create a separate LLC for each home you own? No. I would just put them all under one LLC. Why do that? It's an LLC. It's a real estate company. It's a holding company. I wouldn't do a separate one. No. Not at all. Don't waste your money. Um, yes. So, thank you for that question, Sincere. So if you guys have any questions about your businesses, feel free to drop them. I think it's just me and you left now, but that's okay. Um, 
again, if you want to advertise on the show, if you're listening, if you're watching later, um, 30 second spots start at $3. Uh, go to the link in my bio link tree forward slash MPL consulting firm and get you a spot, uh, as well. What else? I have a special package coming out. You treat your tenants bad. Um, investment properties. Yeah. Put them all on one else. No, look, since the 39, it is a copacetic relationship. I have tenants. Oh, thank you. Whew. Because now I treat everybody the way I want to be treated. I do my best. I got tenants of my own and I would rather them be happy and me be a little bit uncomfortable because they're doing me a great service. They're taking care of this mortgage. They're taking care of these bills. Um, so, you know, it's a give and take relationship. Um, <laughs> all right. So I think that's all we have for today. Thank you so much for participating again. I will be here tomorrow at eight o'clock. Your girl is clocking in the hours on this new project because I got to pay, pay some things. <laughs> all right. Have a good night, y'all. Bye.